Max. How you doing? Hey, man. What's happening? Well, you know what? We have a very special guest on, what is this, episode 11? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think she's a very special guest. I have no idea what episode it is. It's 11. <laughs> we're moving right along, man. Yeah. You know, we got 11, and then I can only assume there'll be 12. No, this is it. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm it, so it, done with this It's been a blast. Farce. Thank you for all three listeners tuning in, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate all your... Hey, at patrons. least I'm the one... Um, uh, telling people about it, which t- will tie in gorgeously to this show. Well, I have a lot of questions, and I I need, I don't know, what do I need? I need motivation and inspiration to come into the 21st century. But first thing we have to do, yes. we have to introduce our guest. Of I'm going to leave it to you. Thank you. Her name is Melanie Dark. And what's crazy is, I'm kind of disappointed because she's really full of light. There's very little darkness. Okay. Like, I, I've, the more I've gotten to know Melanie, and I love her brain, and I love her voice, and I think she's sexy and hilarious, but and very smart. Uh, the problem is, she's a real kind of lovey, lefty, soft, kind of hippy-dippy chick. And that's true. I, that's not what I was picking up on at first. I'm like, oh, this chick's edgy, and she's funky and fierce. and But, but now it's like, oh my god, really? You love people that much? But it's a, it's a little disappointing. But that's actually the great dichotomy. Yeah, she's dark on the outside, but light on the inside. Yeah, I love I love her name and her eyes and everything. But here's the thing: she's like an Eskimo pie in a way. She oh. is. She's a uh, social media strategist, and I have no idea what that means, but I think I know what it means. And another thing is, she lives in Santa Monica, where you live, and she only lives a few miles away from you. How great is that? How great is that, you Santa Monica fuckers? I'm the one that was stuck in a goddamn parking lot all the way from North Hollywood! So, but you're here. Yes, and you are a monumental pain in the ass when it comes to yeah. Facebook. And see, right. it's like I take it personally that you don't. You say you love me. You say you care. You say you're in, but you don't care enough to like go look at my shit. And I feel like my shit is kind of like an expression of myself. And you know, you're asking me to come out to gigs. I ain't asking you to do that. All I'm asking, I'm not even asking. I'm just saying, all you have to do is open the internet. But you won't do it. And you have this weird aversion and this weird, broken uh, idea of what it's about. You're in a band. You need to be doing this stuff. You cannot count on your lead singer to just do it all because she's lovely. A little bit of a cuckoo pants. <laughs> Other people need to be helping getting the word out on your stuff. And I thought Melanie... Melanie would be perfect to help you out with that sort of thing. Well, number one, I think you're right, but number two, we got to make it official. Melanie, welcome to Magazine. Thank <laughs> you. Happy to be here. Now, Melanie, I've been told you're a social media queen, you're an expert, and I have to, you know, I guess, plead my case. Okay, yes. I, I've heard... So, I've, Max I've, and I I've are completely... Her. We're, we're, yeah. we're polar opposites. Social media happened, what, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Yeah, give uh, or take, I 10. guess the first thing was really my, MySpace and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I'm a really private person, and I did not jump on that bandwagon. I have to ask you, even just personally, when that first came out, did you think, wow, this is just fucking great. I can now tell people the hamburger that I ate, and I can tell them See, I'm now at the movie. that's what he thinks it's all about. And sure. I can now tell them, here's my dog, and here's my cat, and I just farted, and, you know. I don't think I've ever posted a fart, so, okay. I mean, I'm behind but on that. I'm disappointed <clears throat> by that. Yeah, well, maybe that yeah. could be something in the future, you know. But the point is, did you think it was the best thing ever when it first came out? Totally. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was an early adopter. I had a totally different career. 
So when it came along, I fell head over heels pretty quick for it, not even knowing that it would eventually be what I did for a living. I just, on a personal level, was uh, all in, and uh, especially with MySpace, because MySpace was... um, this is yeah. It was highly customizable on your own. You could change the code right. and change the look and feel of. So I taught myself code. Oh, you know cool. how to change code? Yeah, wow, I that. mean, to to a limited degree. Uh, it, pretty soon, um, people started to build sort of generators, code generators, so that you could embed music and have you know a scrolling welcome message. And so you really didn't have to learn to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I that before I got on board before that, so I I would stay up all night long and teach myself how to do it. So oh, that that's I very could cool. Customize well, it. What did you do beforehand where, you know, social media made you change your mind? I was a post-production supervisor in episodic television. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, you would think that that could be a long-standing career in itself. Indeed, and I loved it. I didn't even leave it because of anything other than just really loving this and feeling like it was a better fit for me. I'm a sort of an ambivert. I am really socially equipped, but long for time by myself. Social media is sort of the beautiful blend of those things because mm. you can connect as you please and to the degree that you please but you can also log off and not necessarily be connecting so well edu- educate me um ooh, hear that oh. yeah oh. birds see the like birds it's a blessing. it is a blessing the birds are actually blessing this podcast it's twitter i well oh <laughs> that's perfect and phones birds ooh. and phones melanie is such a, a that's Mark social media queen she yeah. brings her own Birds when I she know. Tutors. She's a, she's that, like Snow White. That is fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that the one? Yes. And I made jokes about because she has relationships. I mean, I'm we're derailing, but she's into squirrels and hummingbirds and all the nature around her, like I am. And uh, she'll post like her morning uh, breakfast with her squirrel, yeah. and it's hilarious. And it's like you are. You're like those Disney princesses who right. have all the animals coming in because she yeah. opens her doors and windows and they, and come, they come right in. in. Yeah. Are, are, the, are the birds chirping? Let's say five feet from your head as you're walking down the street. Are they following you in a circle? You know, and then maybe if you do have a dark day, the crows are pooping on you, actually, to say, hey, this is a negative thought, Melanie, (laughs) that kind of thing. Max will attest to that. I don't have a ton of negative stuff. No, no. Wow. Very positive person. I need you. Maybe this, I'm not trying to make this whole episode about me, but I am going to make some of it about me. It's fine. I I need, uh, maybe I need to come to the dark side. You need to educate me about... Social media, I'm not on anything. I have nothing. Purposely, zero. 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 Don't do anything. I don't care what hamburger you had. I don't care. Why what does concert he keep saying that? Because I see a million hamburgers. I really no, do. No, you don't. How you just said you're not on, so how can you see a million hamburgers? Oh, I, no, I'm not saying I, I'm not on myself. Do, do I ever go and see what people are posting now and then? Of course I do. I don't live in a so bubble. So you, you lurk. That's yeah, called lurking. I okay. do lurk. Oh, okay. She's good. See, this is why I need you. We have this podcast. It's just beginning. It's episode seven. We have no social media. That's a problem. <sighs> yeah, I guess it's time, huh? I yeah. guess we should jump well, in. But tell me why and tell me what we should do or maybe what other people listening might do if they have something that they want to promote. Sure. I, I don't, I, it's like I'm, I'm going to be thrown into the water and someone's going to say swim. I don't know how to swim. And this is good for him because contrary to what he believes, this is his show. This isn't my show. That, I co-host it, whatever, but this is his show. This is an ongoing Because argument. if it was my show, it would not be called magazine. So as a social media <laughs> strategist, would you call, what, do you, what does this title mean to you? Uh, I wasn't sure. Thank you. So, um, so I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not misleading, but I wasn't exactly sure then. It didn't really speak What's to me hook? in terms of. What, how are we going to compete with 50,000 other podcasts? How are we any more or less interesting? And especially with the title magazine. Well, I would say, uh, setting the title aside, um, 
not being on social media, not having any social media plan in a world where everyone, all the ones that are succeeding do, um, you already put yourself behind the eight ball and set yourself uh, back um, in a way that you don't behind need to do. It's free to be on social media. It's not free to leverage the advertising that's within it and that's very right. cheap um, and that has a high amount of um, return on a low amount of investment. But mm-hmm. just to just to be there and be leveraging all of the organic ways to draw in an audience, to present your content, to um, get that, that shared organically through friends and connections and um, through search engine op- optimization, which is like using the particular keywords and phrases that people might be talking about. So for instance, this episode is about social media. So that would be hopefully somewhere in the title or somewhere in the body of the description. And if you had it had a Facebook page and you created a post about it, it would also have that. And people are scraping the internet all of the time in just basic searches. And then your podcast would come up in their results inadvertently. You know. So if we were to call this episode social media strategist Melanie Dark, would that be good? Sure, you want something a little bit more clever, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not very clever. Would yeah. you be clever for once? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a copywriter. I can help you with that. <laughs> See? She's indispensable. He is. She's going to be our consultant now forever. That's right. Exactly. But what what do you think when he says things like, I see a hamburger? Like, he thinks it's always people posting food. Well, sure. That's but, not, but, he's not alone. You know, I'm not saying it's all. Only 98% of people posting a bunch of crap about... That's what fake they news. what they did every single second <laughs> of the day. You know. Well, the reason why I didn't get into it, and you know, I didn't have anything public like something like this podcast, but I just wanted to live my life, not post my life. He's you know. an extreme narcissist, also, so it kind of has a lot Ooh. to do with that. Like he is, he's he's really all about him. Like he'll he'll go out and you know have it be about others a little bit, but That's, but really, it's if I was a narcissist, I'd be posting my life saying, "Look at me," you know. That is true. Actually, I don't do that. He's right. Yeah. Well, it just depends if you were. He's shifting, a private narcissist. Yeah. If you were, if you were a narcissist who's up to no good, I, you wouldn't post. Can I make a Facebook page where only it's only about me and only I can access it? So that I can just see my own post, and nobody else, <laughs> and nobody else could, and nobody else could. Certainly, that's a true narcissist. Yes, yes. there you go. Where you're just okay. looking at yourself. Yeah, you're just looking for attention. That's right. About for me, and right. I can actually do it while looking in the mirror. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Video uh, coverage. But part of this also is, you know, besides just posting what is happening, it's an engagement. Absolutely. You want to engage with your fans. Yes. You want to have dialogue back and forth. And that's, I'm assuming, an everyday thing. Well, and especially for a podcast where you guys platform topics and conversations that are hopefully and ostensibly uh, relatable and and, um, interesting to an audience. And in this day and age, most brands, organizations, individuals, influencers, stars, celebrities, everybody has some level of conversation going on with their fan base. It's no longer... Um, the fourth wall has been broken in that way. So um, especially when you have brands, favorite organizations, et cetera, that are doing it, um, you tend to gravitate towards them because you feel part of it. It feels sort of crowdsourced. It feels like you're in it with them. I'll mm-hmm. give you an example. I love Ricky Gervais. Uh, I think he's really funny. He leverages Facebook Live better than anybody I've seen. Um, and all he does is put the camera on his cat. <laughs> and I've See, wa- that's great. And I've watched steadily... And he talks behind the camera, but even though it's him and people are interested in him, he nev- he rarely shows himself. And um, he just sort of mocks his cat and talks to his cat and then inadvertently talks about stuff that's going on with his tour or the Emmys and then 
very wisely will look at the comments and start talking directly to the people who are commenting. He'll give shout outs by name. Hey, Max Cook, good to see you. Or, wow. or he'll make fun of the name or he'll make, he'll make some sort right. of funny joke. Really smart. And yeah. I've watched over time, he does not lose viewership. It only grows. Really? So even though that seems very mundane, what people long for from a fan perspective um, is connection, being a part of it and, and feeling like, oh, I got my moment sort of. And I'm right. here. This is the now. And I'm, I'm engaged so him. if we do the magazine podcast Facebook page, would it be really intriguing if I did Facebook Live but talk behind Max? <laughs> <laughs> my corpse. Just have my corpse I'll there. just talk and Max can either mouth the words, look stupid, or be creative. And I'll, no one will see my face and I'll, he'll be my cat. You could actually do the podcast where the camera is faced away from you and at max, where people still hear you, yeah. and then you'd actually see comments so that you could throw them out there and, and then engage back and forth based on the comments of the questions so that, that you were getting So that would be more live. of a, of a video ca vodcast, I guess. Sure, I mean, you could be recording at the same time, and right. then you'd literally have versions of the same content, right. which is also best case scenario to be Best case out. scenario, do we want a best case scenario? Of course, uh, who doesn't? I guess so. Bah! Who doesn't well, want best was, case scenario? I guess we do. Well, yeah. maybe we could film ourselves in the future. I'll just record the audio for now. But the first step is, I guess, I guess we could say it. Should we decide to do it? Are we going to have a magazine podcast Facebook page? You're asking me? We're this in this is together. Your, but this is, this is good for you, You are though. my partner this, in this. I understand, but this is good for you I guess. to create this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is. Let, let me ask you, and I, I don't want you to feel like you're being persecuted, and you know I'm joking with the narcissist. Well, he's, he's, he's very spoiled uh, <laughs> and very into himself. Let's just say that. But, but I, I, I'm jesting. But uh, okay, so I, like for, for my crap, I've always been very intrigued because I was thinking about you and like, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? I go down certain roads where I kind of freak out and like, oh shit, I, I wish I could go further with that, but I can't and, and, I, and, I, and I kill it. What are we uh, talking? Are we talking about Facebook post. specifically? Yeah, let's just target that. Sure. Because I don't know if you look at my Instagram, but I have actually much more fun on Instagram than I do on Facebook. Sure. But yeah. but in your opinion, what am I doing right and what am I doing wrong? Oh gosh, I mean, I would say there's a lot you're doing right. You're posting consistently. Uh -huh. You post um, organically. You're yourself. You're not really even if there's um, some element of act to it. You're not. <laughs> it's not so much that it D feels. Does it get annoying from your from your perspective, like in a thread, like oh god, him again? Not never. No. Okay. No. In fact, being yourself and being transparent um, is key. Like mm. not actually judging yourself on that way because you're going to pull a crowd that makes sense to you that, right. that for whom you make sense to them. Yeah. And if you're if you're crafting it to if you're in two in your head about like how should I what's the best exactly way to yeah. do it, you'll actually screw up eventually, mm -hmm. and then you'll start losing the people you brought in. Right. So you might right. as well just be yourself and operate naturally, and then pull in a crowd that really that resonates for right. them. So I never think actually. In fact, sometimes I think where is it? Where is he? He hasn't posted anything. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, he hasn't done anything. Uh, he hasn't done like a video or like your commentary with uh, Lana Del Rey in the background is yeah. some of my favorite. Yeah, like that, okay, yeah. yeah and he's never seen one of them because he doesn't give a shit because it's all about <laughs> right. him. See, now, so, that's where you go wrong. So you have to post without needing the validation that comes. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. But, oh, but let's reverse that. When sure. you Like you're into Max and when you get into other people, not, I'm not saying you need it, but you miss it when he doesn't do it. Sure, I mean... You, you get a little hooked. I'm, I wouldn't say hooked. I would say I notice the content. 
um, and I like it, right. so I'm used She's to it coming along. She's hooked a little bit of an itch. You need to scratch now and then a little bit. I mean, I think that's uh, maybe hyperbolic. Okay. I think it's just um, an enjoyable thing. It's, okay. You know, if the hummingbird stopped coming around, I would be like, huh, where's the hummingbird? But then I'd just go on with my life. All right. So um, it's really just about... Uh, the habitualization, I think, to some degree of people's, you get used to a way that people behave mm-hmm. and when you notice when it stops or changes, mm-hmm. like, huh, where'd they go? Listen, I, I can I can tell you when my friends are getting divorced. I can tell you <laughs> when they're going through issues. Um, people's behavior online also follows very similar patterns depending on what's going on in their lives. Um, because just like online, as in life, we are who we are. We behave the way we behave. So you start to see those norms and patterns right. online in the same way that you see it in, 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 right. in a person. And the best thing to do, like you just said, is just be yourself. Don't try just to be, be somebody yourself. else. Don't try to be all that. Just exactly. be you. They either like you or they don't. Right. Okay. Which is why, you know, we can point at Max's post today. So he came from a, a concert and he had a litany of things that people are no longer allowed to do. At concerts, right. I'm going to read concerts. this to you. We're going to get to that because yeah. there's going to be a musical part of this. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Because you know, obviously music is a big part of social media, but also yeah. we're really into music, especially uh, old 80s stuff and older stuff. But we're going to get to that. But I got a question for you. Sure. Like what you're telling us, you know, all this advice and you're giving us all your wisdom. Is this actually what you do? This do you, is what I do for do a living. You walk into a company that maybe does is kind of not really their social media. You sit down and say, guys, you got to do X, Y, and Z. I don't do that at first. I sit down and say, tell me what your goals are. Tell me what it is that you need mm-hmm. and um, what what you're looking to achieve, what you hope for. And then now I can give you some advice on how you can do that and which channels to best achieve those on because all the channels are different. If you're not really steeped in it, they seem like they're just different versions of the same thing. But really the audiences are different. The expectations are different in each channel. So you got to make sure that what you need and the kind of content you would push to get what you need lines up with the right channel, the right location for it. Now, have you seen where companies are at one level, even you know whether it's a property, um, you know, um, profit, or they're they want more, you know, um, customers or whatever? You come in, you give your advice, right. and then you see them explode. It depends. Um, you know, advice is still advice, <laughs> whether mm-hmm. they've paid me for it or not. Um, the truth is that social media is more difficult than it used to be from a user perspective. So there's just so much more available in terms of advertising, and there's a lot more rules. Um, what's What used to be possible is no longer possible. It used to be possible to have a lot of organic growth. Not really possible anymore. Um, at least, leastwise, not really in Twitter or Facebook. You really have to pay your way toward an audience, uh, um, a targeted audience. Again, like I said, it's not expensive. Um, Facebook's really smart. They give you a lot for a very little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a as a real life example, I'll say I designed a post on Instagram and Facebook meant to um, amplify an event we were having. I paid 50 bucks and it was seen by like 12,000 people for 50 bucks. That's so, great. Yeah, it's that's what I mean. It's it, as long as oh, you're targeting yeah. well. Oh, yeah. So that's the sponsored thing yeah. when you're in your Exactly. Yeah. And you can do things like for instance, um, if it's about your music, you can tell Facebook, "I only want to show this video of uh, this clip of our last show." Um, and w- which also announces our next show, let's say. So I want to advertise um, our music and the next time someone will be able to come see it. Um, 
you can tell them, I only want you to show people in the Santa Monica or greater LA basin area, since that's more likely people who'd get in their car and come. And I want you to show it to people who've indicated either through phrase use or like buttons that they like this kind of music, that they're into jazz or they're into, you know, or they like the venue. Mm -hmm. So you can say, I want to show this to all the people that have liked the page um, for the venue. Wow. So you can basically just set yourself up for success as well by saying, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show it to people in that region who've already expressed a deep interest in the things that would make them more likely to want to come. So it's all pinpointing and it's all... Pinpointing. Very targeted. Targeted, pinpointing. Yep. Wow. And it goes really, really deep. I work for a um, a national nonprofit and I can say, please, you know, I want to show this post to people who Facebook knows have already uh, been participating in health related charitable giving online. So if I'm asking people to give, I basically target an audience that's already proven to Facebook that that's a part of their natural behavior while online. So I don't have to just sort of cast a wide net like a newspaper ad, let's say, or or a radio ad and hope that it lands on the right ears or or the right eyes in this case. I can actually put it right in front of the right people. Wow. Yeah. How many years did it take you to learn all this shit? Oh, gosh. I mean, they change it constantly. I mean, you you might not know this from not being on it. You might, but they are constantly perfecting the channels and changing the channels to optimize these sorts of things. So I am always learning because they're re- they're reconfiguring how it works. So, so you have to you have to daily see daily. what the changes are. Daily. Wow. And it used to be though that you had to notice because they actually didn't used to be transparent because they're competing against those other channels. So like Facebook isn't going to openly say that we made a change today, right? Because right. they don't want to you know tip off Twitter or whomever. Um, so you used to have to just because I was so deep in it, I could notice. Wait a minute, this is a change. I like for instance before ads came along. I knew about how many people liked our posts and had seen our posts because I see that from the back end. All of a sudden, kind of out of nowhere, that number went in half pretty regularly. And I thought, what's happening? I haven't changed when I post. I haven't changed what I post about. But I've seen my audience drop the engagement and the reach by 50%. That's so weird. Started getting even lower. And then they launched ads. Oh. And, I, and what they're doing is this, like taking away what they were giving you for free, dialing it back, and now saying, you can have 25% of that for free. Right. You want more than that, right. you've got to pay. Right, without telling you. They used to not tell you. Yeah, now they do. Okay. Now they're really transparent. Facebook actually has a, a module called Blueprint where they will train you for free how to use the thing really? from front to back. Yeah, absolutely. And when it changes, they'll let you know. So I get notified and it says, listen, you need to go back and redo these trainings because right. we've changed those modules. Yeah. Mac, I got a question. Obviously, I think we're going to end up Did doing... Did you call me Mark? No. Mock? Didn't you hear Mock? I said I Max. Didn't. No, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> You're spacing out. We do I'm the, fully engaged! We do the magazine podcast Facebook page. Yeah. You going to help me with this? Is this all on me? Or are you going to do I, this with me? I think you should start it and give me the, uh, what is it, like a, a password? You can just well, be added as an admin. There's no password. Well, we'll just, Add me as an admin. You're an admin. And then I can... Um, help with the content and sharing and all that yeah you would be a natural for engagement because you would not be able to we would do this together i mean not i I know that we should do this i wouldn't leave you in the dark but i thought i wouldn't uh you know don't be scared hey uh well we have the dark here but this dark is my kind of dark (laughs) let me ask you something as i point to you sir uh, is your plate full as far as clients because did you see the ad that nasa is looking for 
a social media person. And you just posted something about NASA recently, I thought. You'd be awesome at NASA. I'm a big fan of NASA. NASA's actually highly controlled, so that would be hard for me because I'm a pretty organic social media person. I like to... You yourself, you always put out such a variety. It's so interesting. Sometimes she'll get a little political. Yeah. uh, Or a lot political. Yeah. A lot political. But then I saw... It was very interesting. You were going back and forth with some... I read that whole little internet fight. Not a Which fight. one? There's some a few. conservative asshole, who, or a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. But it's like, was he really someone in your life, or is it someone that just... Like, I grew up in a really, really red town right. here in California. Right. So most of my like high school, elementary school Take base. Take you on about your Sure, liberalism. they're really conservative. If I get unfollowed on Facebook, it's almost always a high school friend. Are you from L.A. proper? <laughs> I'm from out in the Inland Empire. Inland Empire. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, you not, know, it, yeah. it happens from time to time yes. where um, they want to take me on. Yeah. I don't, you know, it just depends on who the person is. A lot of times, um, that's not true. Not, not a lot of times. Most of the time. All the time. I actually almost never argue as a way to convince that person. But it's a public platform. So if somebody comes to me and in a comment says something that is so far afield... I feel like it's really my responsibility to make sure that I said it straight in the right. comments because other people are going to see this and read it. Right. Mm. See, it's interesting because I was like, wow, she's not that you were scaring me a little bit. But like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know that I want it because we've had a very nice. Yeah. I don't know if I want to get in a fight with her because you were really letting that dude have it. If I if I know what I'm talking about, I'll go I'll go in. When you are in relationships, but I'm not rude. No, no, you're I'm you're never very respectful. Rude. So you're tactful, but you're aggressive. I'm tactful. I never raise my tone. Right. It's yeah. all like how to win friends and influence yeah. others. I think okay. it's really a bad. It's a bad habit to be just fighting and dismissive. I right. think yeah. it's really you're important. You're not coming from a place of anger, it's but you're coming from anyway. a place of just trying to state your point. Right. It's like I'm not going to win you over, but there are people in the center who are reading this. And I would like them to see something sort of cogent and reasoned yeah. sitting there that doesn't sound smug or, you know, I'm, I, listen, I'm or a liberal accusatory. and I have a lot of liberal friends who I think don't do us any favors when they're arguing online. And so right. I try really hard to always be um, an adult and to do it from a point of view where if I, if I were somebody in the center and I didn't know which way to lean, this might be, this might have influence on me. And oh, so. some of the lefties in my camp. <laughs> They make me so crazy. They make me so crazy. I say, please don't help me. Please don't help. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if you have a lot of fans, as you do, Max, and let's say a lot of them start arguing with something you've said, you don't take on every argument. You can't. No, 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 no. no. Uh, It's so funny, too, about about the fans thing. Because, yeah, I mean, I had a a huge viral explosion happen, you know, 10 years ago on Mm -hmm. YouTube. But, um, But it's maintained some steady consistency. Numbers continue to go up. But it's not extraordinary but um no i i do feel it's for me the fans it's more like this weird little i don't want to like blast my own horn but it's like this weird little cult Mm -hmm. of freak shows that kind of pop out whenever i see i'm like i can always count on the usual suspects uh and i'm talking about the bottom of the heaps i'm not talking about like i get so excited when you comment on my crap because it's always hilarious and awesome but um but some do and i'm like oh here she comes and then i get comedy collaborators like evidently my post wasn't good enough so they gotta like try to top it or say you should have said this or say that's right but the one thing i do that i've noticed no one else does and i think it's a total waste of time and i want to know if it is or not this whole birthday thing on facebook it's your birthday you, you, I, you have the choice. You can let people know when your birthday is. Mm-hmm. 
or you keep it quiet. Um, but I just say, you know, I mean, I, I can't help it. My birthday's out there anyway with, mm -hmm. with my work. So uh, you'll get a ton of people commenting on your birthday. Most people just go, hey, everyone, thanks so much for the birthday greetings. I really appreciate it. I go through an individual. You of do? Course. Of course I do. I individually thank wow. each of and course. every person who, and I don't just say thank you. Right. I try to point out one little thing if I remember, hey, I hope your dog's Amen. okay. Right. Hey, I hope your kid's uh, nose uh, is back. I right. hope you're um, having sex again. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. If they if they bitched about something right. or right. said something to terrible, make it a little special for them, I try to make it construct it just for them. To well, make that's them a very sure. you know compassionate thing that you're doing. It's well, a, it's connection instead right. of just phoning it in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It takes a second. It's not a big deal, but it actually makes all the difference. And it's virally the best practice. So yeah. keep in mind every single time that you say, you know. Thanks, Melanie. Like, that's awesome. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. That regenerates a notification to mutual friends. Right. Who might have missed it the first time and then go, oh, it's Max, Max's birthday. Right. So it's a that's reminder actually, or something. it's virally um, best practice. Yeah. Oh. I posted about Michael Keaton four years ago and she thought it was a recent one. I was <laughs> oh like, my God. what the hell happened to Michael Keaton? I missed this guy. This was before Birdman and all the movies, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. His big comeback. Yeah. So even I, though that you, was th actually you a think fail. it's some old post or, or <laughs> it's all gone, fail. nothing's ever gone. It's nothing's ever really old no and I mean it just depends on if somebody else finds it like I have one friend who she and I've been friends for years and she's sort of a the kind of person who really celebrates people she loves everything about you and she, which is great I mean it's so it's such a nice thing to have in your life but she'll go back through my old photos on purpose and sort of go through and look for things she might have missed and if she missed it and it was four years ago she'll comment on it well that comment repopulates it into the news feed. Right, because now so, that comment is now new. It's new. Right. So then oh, it'll be wow. shared with people who, for whom we have in common. Or wow. if it's a public, like if I set that to public wow. initially, it'll just kind of go out wide right. to whomever Facebook thinks it would be interesting to beyond our so shared friends. So there's a recycled, regenerative there's a recycled. property. Wow. That's Which is why Facebook has the edge over Twitter. and scary and all kinds of things at the same yeah. time. It's why Facebook has the edge over Twitter. It's why they can advertise. Because I see. An I hate Twitter. An, an advertiser can bet that their content will continue to live a life of its own long beyond the time that they hit publish. Yeah. Right. Whereas I, Twitter yeah. is a running river. It's just Ugh. going. Now they're wow. changing that and you are seeing some stuff sort of repopulate based on who likes it, etc. But most people don't like it and they aren't really engaging it that way. And they're buying fans over there. Like, like yeah. it's crazy. Like, uh, my friend... I have a friend who buys fans. She has a social media guy that she's hired, and he goes in and buys. I don't know how it works, but all of a sudden, she's got, you know, 30,000 more so-called fans, right. and you get that little blue check, okay. which is another process. Like it, It's a mystery. It validates your existence that you've gotten a blue check on Twitter. Mm. Well, that jogs a memory. I need and I see, I want to get your opinion on this. I've read about bots. And right. What are bots? And I think I've noticed it even in, on our SoundCloud page where I think our listenership is going up. Don't know if it's real. I mean, I'll see a jump from 27 views. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the next day, I have 66. So, that just means somebody either shared it or was engaged probably on social well, because maybe, but, that amplifies. But, but, but you I wouldn't get I, bots without you paying for it. There's, it's in nobody else's best interest to... Put a bot on No, I think people are genuinely listening. Okay, good. I'm glad. Thank you, people. Yeah. But, uh, but tell me what bots are. I mean, bots don't, they're not like worms that go out there and just up your numbers no, no, for I no mean, reason. No, no, I mean, they are targeted. It's, it's, um, they're created so that, 
Like if, if I'm going to buy followers, for instance, it can happen a few ways, but one of the main ways it's the fastest way is for bots to follow. So they're just, it's just a program that's quickly setting up Twitter accounts and populating them automatically with a photo, a name, a this, a that. And then it's just going out. It'll also do a thing where it goes out and automatically likes tweets so it looks more legitimate. Like there's all these behaviors that are um, programmed into the bot to make it look like a more legitimate profile and oh. then it follows you. And so it counts as one of your followers that, you know, to a lay person, though that follower account looks substantial and maybe you take it for what it is. But if that person had to say, let's say, oh, now I'm going to get an agent because I have this verified. That's what the blue check is. I have a verified account on Twitter um, as a comedian, let's say um, that's that's a two minute scan. They can just run that through a bot check wow. and say, oh, well, you know. 67% of your followers are fake. Right. So, okay. So, it's, right? It's easy identifiable. Easy. Really okay. easy. I could do it right now for All free. Right. But it's something that you would pay for, do it yourself. It doesn't just happen to people. doesn't just happen. Okay. No. Well, that gives me a little bit of hope and yeah. confidence. There's a, Great. Like, I don't know As if you've noticed how. Cynical <laughs> <laughs> mind frame of this shit. <laughs> right. Or like a bot, like porn bots. So, you'll see them on Twitter. Ooh. Where oh, yeah. That might be the next name of my band. The porn, porn, bot. porn bots. Porn bots. Yeah, I like No, that. I get a lot of those because, you know, I post about ass and then all sure. of a sudden an ass chick will like, oh, ooh. Absolutely. And, and then I don't, I don't pay into it though because I see right. like if I don't follow her back within like five days, she's gone. I see. The other thing is that there are um, bots that allow, let's say, um, let's say I am a, a, a porn company and so um, I will, t I will put, um, I will place something that says I want uh, 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 I want anyone who follows Jenna Jameson I'm going to follow them I'm going to follow right, them right right so you can also set it up so that people who follow a specific organization a specific brand a specific right. you know then you're part of that group now. then you right okay. so um, I was uh, applying for a job at Oculus with Facebook and so I went on to follow a couple of their um, their virtual reality. Uh, Twitter accounts just so that I can get a sense of how they were tweeting when I'm up for a job I have mm -hmm. to sort of get a look at how they're doing it now oh I had like a uh, you know a huge influx of uh, virtual reality Twitter accounts following me and I was like oh these are all set up on bots oh. like all, yeah so yeah it gets creepy at times like let me ask you Melanie do you really believe that this thing's listening to us right now no not at all it's not no because 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 there are really strange um, moments Thank you. We're getting some more wine here. We need some more wine. <laughs> this there, is this is blowing my head. <laughs> right? Yeah. I've there, been in, I've been in a cave. Social media. I mean, know what it is. Obviously, I don't live in a cave, but I'm in a cave, and uh, I've just not been purposely engaging in this. Yeah. On the fringes, a little bit. With right. I had a ban a while ago, and I had to do a Facebook page, but I, I never posted anything. You know. Yeah. But now I, I think, you know, the genie's out of the bottle. I either yeah. come into the modern world or I literally go live in my cave. Well, and you're coming into it. So if you do have those hesitancies and you and, and you are a private person, um, now more than ever, there are so many uh, granular controls on what you like. You, I can choose an audience. I can, for instance, say, I want you to show this to all my friends except these three people. Um, I want you to show it to no one except these five people. Right. Um, yeah. And you can set that as an ongoing, uh, like everything posts right. that way. You don't even have to do it each time you post. You can. You can change it each time. Right. But you can make that your default setting. So let's say, you know, I have I have groups, let's say, in Facebook. So I have created friend groups. They're called lists, actually, in Facebook. And um, they're all thematic for me. Some of it's uh, family, but then I have um, I have 
uh, unreasonable conservatives, reasonable conservatives. Wow. Unreasonable wow. liberals, reasonable liberals. Because sometimes oh. I want to post something and I don't want to fucking fight. Right. So I'm like, wow. okay, I want you I'm to show this to, to all e- these people who are going to be everyone you know, but the unreasonable conservatives in right. my life. Because I don't mind bantering back and forth with a reasonable right. conservative. In right. fact, it's more than not minding. Right. I want to. You're making file yeah. folders of groups of people. Absolutely. Oh, and and I'm so I'm wow. curating my own experience as a person using Facebook, which is not just throwing everything out there and then and then leaving myself open to the any of the wolves sometimes i just don't want i don't want to hear it or let's say i'm traveling someplace and i really want to share so let's say i had family in cayucos is that how you say it so i know you go there a lot but let's say you had a friend there that was kind of not a friend but kind of a nudge and oh and every time you go they're like i can't believe i didn't see you you could just set the whole weekend to not have that show that content show to that person oh Oh, yeah that's a great point i love seeing that when hey i'm in vegas (laughs) hey how come you didn't call me and it gets really awkward I love when that happens I know so I don't want to fucking see you I don't even know you I'm not here to see you I'm here to get away from you right so there's a lot of privacy controls that help you not necessarily have to just take any sling of the slings and arrows of, of your content that come along right so well he still has to have a Facebook account in order to have a fan page he can't just have a fan page um not well, so. Well, oh, can, really? I mean, he can have a basic profile that doesn't have anything about him and just I mean, use if I, that. If I, With that we, missing man head? I mm-hmm. hate that. I yeah, hate yeah, when yeah. people don't post a profile picture. No, we're going to have a profile picture. I don't, I don't trust. No, no well, I'm talking about on your personal thing. Do I have to have a personal thing? You have to have a profile, but you don't have to populate it with anything about you. You just I mean, have if to I make a, a magazine podcast Facebook page, do I have to have one for me personally? You do. As oh. a... As a as a because a profile has to be an administrator of a page oh. so you'd need to set up at least just a skeleton page All right. didn't have to say your name or anything it could have some you know name I could you do made skeleton. up just right. geriatric and then just a picture <laughs> of an go. old guy that's right and that's your profile like we do it if you we want do to be it. incognito right. i do it for brands so sometimes right. if i just cannot stand to get the notifications right um i will set up a separate facebook account that says like you know uh, playtex admin Right. You know what I mean? So that yeah. it's just, right? I'm just the admin. <laughs> wow. Isn't yeah. she smart? She's really smart. And actually, you know what I need? I need to put this aside a little bit. Okay. I need a little backstory. Obviously, people don't, don't know this. Melanie just showed up here today. <laughs> First time I met her. You guys know each other. I need to know how. Oh. We kind of didn't. Didn't at all. Was I more aggressive media. pursuing you? Yeah. You met because of social we media? Met so literally because of social media. Well, this Mutual actually friends. Well, then this is a positive because you're awesome. Okay. And if most social media brought you together, then that's a kudo for social media. And were you a fan of his? Is that how it happened? No, we have um, the Four Postmen in common. Yeah. Oh, um, Four I was friends is, with is, them. Is a great band. Yeah. And um, I noticed Max because he's funny. So whenever I notice somebody who's like particularly funny and sharp, um, like I'll engage their commentary. Mm-hmm. So I think I was doing that. Like yeah. you were, and I kind of knew who you were too because they would sometimes post themselves. They talked about you and right. I saw your artwork before right. ever social media came So along. your first introduction to Max obviously was not physical. You didn't meet at a show. No. It was uh-uh. strictly seeing his posting and, and artwork online. Facebook. Facebook, wow. But understand, I, I'm going to be 47 and I, I stopped making friends years ago because I hate people. <laughs> right. And she is my first friend in years that they, I'm like, oh my God, I've got to actually 
see this person. So, so her, we had a great lunch. So her postings and her connection was so Everything amazing about her. that you said, you know what? I really want to meet you in person. I did that. I think. You you stalked him a little I bit. I said we should get together you and go did? to Ernie's. Remember I said, yes, let's you... have an Ernie's breakfast. Oh my God. That's right. Ernie's breakfast. Ernie's. Yeah. So we went and had, like, we could have gone all day, but, yeah. you know, we, we didn't. And this is five years ago? Six? No, no. Uh, well, I don't know. Last year. Yeah. This is just last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then we started... Uh, texting mm -hmm. but our idea of sexting is <laughs> have you seen this latest documentary like we will just right. go back and forth like fucking crazy right on a crazy documentary and she's into docs right. and that just like uh, yeah because I, I don't have people who are into docs right and who 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 and it's so funny too because she keeps throwing ones at me <laughs> and i see them and then <laughs> she threw one at me what last week or a couple weeks ago yeah you gotta see this you know that what is it called I usually the brothers yeah the oh oh yeah the brothers the sherman brothers story the, the boys brothers story. the boys and i said well does it involve murder i mean what is this this is about two guys who write songs and but i trust her enough <laughs> right. that i'm actually gonna get to it okay after my eighth documentary on syria that i'm gonna i mean watch i did this finally lead you to tickled and that was a little yes, bit of gold you did right yeah she I tell you what, she blew my fucking mind because I wanted to see Oklahoma City so badly. It's now on Netflix, mm -hmm. but it was completely unavailable. And she posted that she was watching it. I'm like, it was seriously like, you look at the detritus of a feed and, and she just, let the sunshine. She exploded. And I said, Melly, how did you find this? And she goes, oh, it's right here, whoopity-doo. And up came the link, and it was within the hour that I dropped everything and watched a two-and-a-half-hour documentary on Oklahoma City bombings, which got so deep and so layered and led into so many different things. And I'm texting her, and we're going back and forth. And it was like, seriously, it was like great sex. Yeah, we're very oh. simpatico in that way. So right? it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this I is I just love her brain and like she's funny and like I was stuck at a comedy club one night and I'm just like, I'm going to text Melanie and she was like right there. Wow. <laughs> we don't have to go into your dating life, but then like, you know, <laughs> she's dating. I do. I do send him things from um, an online dating profile. Like it's, during the date? It's one of my very favorite things to do. No, I've actually never gone on the dates because I, huh. I don't like to date, but right. I do like to peruse. So every now and then I'll just be so blown away by somebody who has swiped right on me. <laughs> And then I'll screenshot it and I'll text it to Max and then he'll either start to give me text feedback, which is always hilarious, but even better, sometimes he'll just voice the person yeah. and he'll then send me a voice text. Yeah. And I just cry. Like laughing. what if she what if she woke up the next day with this asshole? Right. <laughs> what he would say to her. That's right. Right. So I actually um I save them sometimes. I save them cuz I think, "Oh, I don't know if this is a good time for Max. It's pretty yeah. late, but I'll send it another day." Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> if there's ever actually a, a viable candidate for a right. date, would you run it by Max first before you even say yes to the guy? I don't think we're there. No, <laughs> I would. Yet. You okay. know why? She's pretty independent. Oh, okay. I'm pretty independent, but I do that mostly just because I know they're a no. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody was a yes, I then, might ruin it for her. Right. Oh, I know it's I a see. no. Oh, but if okay. somebody's a yes, then I feel like this sort of responsibility of respectfulness. Oh, okay. There so you go. So I need to start from a really clean karma place. Right, and not so. not come in with a preconception like, hi, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Max says you're already a douche. Let's <laughs> right? go have Let's go have dinner. Like I'm already <laughs> keeping the secret that he thinks you're, you know, an, a noob. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Right. I don't well, want to. I don't want to start from a bad place. So. All right. I understand. Well, that that I didn't know That's that. That's the so background of us. Yeah. It's amazing that you know it obviously ties into what we're talking about. You guys meet on Facebook, and now yeah. you guys are are besties. Basically. Yeah, we're homies. Wow. Yeah, like it, it's it's kind of a good thing that she's not geographically desirable because I'd probably be like torturing her a lot and saying, <laughs> "Hey, can I can I bring a bottle That's of wine right. over and hang out with you?" Your oh, squirrel. I would totally be into it. Wow. Yeah. That'd I mean, be fantastic. I, for as social as I am. Um, as a uh, like uh, in presentation, I am deeply uh, withdrawn and prefer my own company. So the truth is, well, I I don't make new friends either. Because but you're a hybrid, though. I mean, when you do, I'm a hybrid. You're when not I someone do. that needs a million people. If you had five really close people, that's sure. enough. Right. I I concur. Right. I concur. But because I like my own company, I don't need to just be hanging out with anybody who comes along. Right. So right. it's you know it's rare that I like somebody enough that I'm like yeah let's hang out. Wow. You know mostly I'm like. Mm, no, right. I, and mm. on that note, you pursued him. I did. Yeah. Well, I, I think he sent me the friend request first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'll never friend request somebody I don't know first because it does feel, for me, I always feel like, oh, is this me not reading? Because I'm so, so, I'm so transparent and so available that I tend to get hesitant sometimes because I'll misread that someone else is as available. <laughs> and sometimes people will be like, <laughs> I do that whoa, too. like why is this person friending me? You know what I mean? Right. Things will get weird. Right. So I tend to kind of, that's kind of where my brakes hit. Right. So if somebody else friend requests me, I'm like, yay. Oh, right. good. I wasn't right. misreading it. Yeah. Like, and you're anything right. but needy and want to latch on to people. You're Absolutely. the total opposite. Right. But when you feel like, oh, this person, I, I want to bring this person to my little inner, right. inner circle, you'll, you'll give an olive branch. I'll kind of give an olive branch. And I also am too verbose. So, if he's texting me, I have to constantly be in my head and be like, am I texting too much? Should I wrap it up? Should I? Because <laughs> I'll talk and talk and talk if I find you wow. interesting. <laughs> and it's funny, too, about that, because you can go to Facebook and, and look at the friend requests that you have sent that mm. have not been responded. Yes. And the very few times that I've sent, I, I found like 20 people <laughs> I, I reached out to that never accepted I, my, and there's some people that I've worked with and that I know. It's right. like, and it's I happened took to the best it personally. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, God, they must not want anything to do oh with me. Oh, my God. I've even taken it back and reissued it thinking maybe they missed it. Yeah. Right. And right. then, no. No, they don't. And I'm like, oh. I see. So it's great if you're in the power to say no, but when they say no to you, it's, oh, what's wrong with me? The great All John the... DiMaggio, a world-famous voice actor. Uh, John and I worked together a bunch of times. Uh, I sent him a thing, and it took him two years to respond to it. <laughs> and, and when I would see him in person, I didn't want to bring it up. Like, why won't you, you know? Right. No, maybe he's not a power user. Do, do you think people that, uh, when you're not accepted as the friend, do you think, well, that guy's just now being an asshole? I mean, I listen, it's human nature to personalize any of that sort of interaction. Okay, yeah. um, it's really, here's the thing, though. That's a slippery slope. I think we all make the mistakes initially when we first get online to kind of personalize it. We also put that person in the ideal situation to be responding. So we don't place them in traffic or talking to somebody at the moment or because, like, for instance, I have total attention deficit disorder. So if you send me a message and I happen to be in the middle of something, I'll, I mean, I it's, might not remember for a week. It's gone. I don't remember if it came through Twitter direct message, Facebook direct message. I don't remember where I got it. It's so gone because I'm in the middle of something. Um, and then people will get hurt, right? So they'll say, well, I guess you just never responded to that. I'm like, oh, you are thinking, here's what you're picturing. I looked at it. I decided, fuck this guy. And then I moved on. Yeah. And really, it's just that because it's a mobile device, it's right. with you in 
like I'm in the can, you know, right. like I'm, I can't respond. And then I just slip my mind. Right. So I've learned over time, you can't really hyper-personalize it. It makes sense to have that knee-jerk feeling, but then I actually talk myself down off that feeling and go, I don't know what's going on in his life when he did that. Like, right. I don't know. I had one guy who didn't accept my friend request. We worked together. We were great friends. We really got along really well. And I hadn't seen him in years. And I was happy to see him on Facebook. Actually, really excited to see him on Facebook. We had mutual friends. So I was like, oh, I everybody knew this guy was there but me. Sent him a friend request for the longest time. He just didn't, didn't uh, accept it. <laughs> I was really kind of bummed out about it. I took it back, resent it just in case, which I think is kind of a nudge move. But if, yeah. depending on who it is, I'll do it. And then um, I still took it personally. And then uh, shortly thereafter, I found out his wife passed away that she'd been sick that whole time. Oh, right. There you go. And you yeah. just don't know. It has and you nothing really, to do with you. It's a C, man. It's right. a C. Yeah. You can't set yourself in the center of somebody else's right, experience. Right. But, that, but yeah. that's a very, you know, um, you know, uh, conscious and, and a very well-rounded point of view. Most people, I don't think, think like you. That may or may not be true sure yeah. there's definitely people who can't ever because even if i told that story they might go but still he was probably on facebook sometime you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. and she did that to me once she like i sent her something and she didn't respond and then like a week later i get an apology and i didn't even i'm like what are you apologizing because it was so funny he texted me and i'm like oh well how rude like i just it was so funny and i didn't even like acknowledge it <laughs> but but like i didn't even care but i understand that sensitive i mean i think i actually think i'm much more hypersensitive than even you are about yeah, that about that kind yeah, of thing i, I, think, I so. think so i mean I, i'm like <gasps> you know i'm doing everything wrong and <laughs> right. I'm, I'm ruining lives or he'll get so here's here's advice i'd give you part of your persona yeah. is that you're a little polarizing right it's a part of your charm actually yeah. like that you'll say things that sit on the edge <laughs> they're provocative and they're not they're not accidentally provocative they're sort of provocative in and of themselves right. Then you'll provoke a reaction and it'll upset you. It'll upset you that everybody kind of climbed on. And you'll yeah. be like, never mind, I'm getting off for a while. It's true. Right. And I'm like, well, that's a vicious circle. You either have to just stand in your own truth. She's and know absolutely you're, right. No, you're saying something provocative and just hang in. And like, own, it, own it. Like stand in the face of the wind. Or say, if I don't like the way it feels when, when everybody sort of responds that way, well, maybe then I just won't write that way anymore. Like maybe I'll rethink that topic. She's, she's absolutely correct. <laughs> I think she just basically tore you apart. I'm not, no, 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 no. It's all advice. She's, she's right. She's, you better, you know, you have to own what it's you say. It's been a struggle, Melanie. It's been a struggle. <laughs> no, seriously, it has. It's no, and listen, I mean, finding I think, my voice. And I, I have changed a lot. Like, okay, so I very first came on, I was doing MySpace. Facebook came along. I was an early adopter, but I wasn't really in it because it was boring compared to MySpace. I didn't realize that they were brilliant because the sort of bells and whistles of MySpace wore off. And yeah. I was kind of like, anyways. And um, the Facebook experience was just much more streamlined and, and, and pleasant, pleasing at, at deep levels. That's why Zuckerberg's a gazillionaire. Um, but I was also on Twitter and I was only on Twitter. I couldn't figure out how I was going to use it. I kept thinking, what do I need? Same as you, I had sort of simplified the look at it where I thought, well, I've got MySpace and Facebook. What do I need some platform that only lets me write 140 characters mm -hmm. what what would i say and then i found my way to some really funny people who were really thriving on the limit where they were like how can i be as funny as possible write a really tight little joke and really hit it in 140 characters yeah. left yeah, and that hooked me i was like oh i'm into that because right. i did stand up for a little and while it forces in my you life. to be succinct and to the point succinct and get and all it, the crap it, of your statements it out of there it gets you to use the editor in your right. head that's yeah. this very particular editor and i love that kind of a challenge so i was in and then that's all i used it for was just funny we call it joke twitter and like all my friends on twitter were all also joking right. in that same way 
And, um, and, and I have great friendships with some of those people. And I never, I used to be the person who totally judged chat rooms back in the 90s where people would be like, I'm in a chat room and I'm making friends. And then yeah. I'd be like, oh, who needs that? Right. Um, so judgmental, like so super judgy of it. And really, I had such a wealth of friends in real life. I just couldn't. I didn't need it. I was like, why would I ever need to go searching out a stranger at a distance for a friendship? Um, I get right. it now. But that's what I mean by um, you change over time. Right. I really feel like the interface of, of like digital friendship and also the public platform where I might be able to say something to you guys under my breath that's kind of half funny and, and never think about it. Right? Maybe you guys laugh because, oh, you realize it's inappropriate, but you also know I'm kidding. And also, who calls everybody out on all the jokes that they make? And like, So it might just be a moment that passed. On Facebook or Twitter, if you make a joke that's too mean, um, and I used to do that. So I used to be a lot meaner than I am. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because, I, because I love comedy. So it's really, it's a, it, I'm torn. Right. Because I love something that's really good and funny. Um, but I, over time, with like people that I respected, even funny people that I respected, who would sometimes go, ooh. And then I'd, I, of course, I'd bristle initially, because we all have ego first. I'd be like, oh, what? It's not a big deal. And then, <laughs> and then I'd realize I didn't feel good about it. I realized, like, no, actually, oh, my reaction was, yeah. I didn't feel good about that. Um, oh, I took him down. <laughs> um, but uh, so I kind of thought, now there's an extra challenge. I want to be funny in this succinct way right. without making somebody else right. the butt right right without making somebody else the fall so guy it, for my it, it humor. basically because the whole format upped your game basically. it upped my game that's and great. it changed me too because it makes me look at myself a little bit more directly because you get the benefit i really think it's a benefit even though sometimes it doesn't feel good you get the benefit of other people kind of giving you an honest moment of right. reaction now listen maybe they're so off base and you should be able to read that and go oh god anyway like that person's at a cult you know what i mean like they live in a cult of course they're upset with that but you know sometimes when there's a patter like a like a lot of patter rises up and it's all very similar mm -hmm. I feel bad about it. I'm usually defensive at first because I'm a human. And then I realize that I shift the way I behave because I'm like, mm, I don't, I actually don't like that. Right. I don't like that. So, so they're okay. affecting your behavior. It affects behavior. me. Yeah, it affects me. Let me ask you a question. Do you do it all? I mean, every single day, are you doing Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? What's the other one? Uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, are you doing Tumblr. it all? I mean, are you... I'm on everything. I, I mean, obviously, this is your full-time job, but right. it seems like if it's not your full-time job, to be on all those things for all the people out there, it's a full-time job. It's a full-time job. Do you ever take a break? No. Do you ever just wake up and say, I'm not going to... I'm going to have a social media-free day. I don't. This is your life, and you're in it for the long haul. It's also what I do. I know it's what you do. I get that. You're in a yeah. different category, because most people, this is not what they do. Right. But even though it's what you do, and it's a Saturday, and it's a beautiful day, do you go, eh, I'm just not going to log well, on today? I, I never not log on. Really? But I do set the phone down and for go, how long? Uh, I could go the whole day, or I could go oh. whole. I could go a weekend without ever publishing. Oh, okay. But I might take in what's going on because All right. because there's also news so at least you take a break from from putting it out. You'll take yeah. it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm never not logged on. I always log on to Facebook specifically. Almost almost every day to Instagram. Here and there for Twitter. Um, here and there for Snapchat. I mean, I do it for a living too, so I'm right. doing it all day long. I understand. And so the, sometimes the last thing I want to do is that at the end of the day. Right. But, it, but it's different. Those are my people. But you never take a vacation and say, you know what? I just want to take a week and go to Borneo and disconnect and go you know, hang out with a pygmy tribe. I'd really like to... Uh, try that if you have a way that I can achieve that. 
<laughs> First, make a the, lot of money. I think the next then. episode is me after Borneo. There you go. I would love that. <laughs> you know, I think she's extremely sexy, and one of the reasons is she goes, uh, hey, so how great, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but like, she'll wake up in her PJs and then... She'll take off her PJs, take a shower, and get back in her PJs yeah. to do work all day. Right. And I just think that that's like the hottest thing <laughs> I've ever read. Wow. And, I, and is it the same PJs? I said, wow. no, you're not living until... I mean, that's the wow. beauty of working from home. Well, but, but which image is the hotter for you? Is it the shower or the PJs? <sighs> is it toss-up? It, it might be putting on... If the PJs have already been kind of worn a couple days, it's kind right. of putting those back on. No, knowing a fresh you, shower. no, that's fresh true. PJs, it's knowing fresh PJs. you, so like kind of like two day old stinky PJs. <laughs> no, they don't have to be stinky. Well, but they, I know you. You kind of <laughs> like the stink. They're they're Melanie Dark ripe. It's not stink. <laughs> oh my god! I Melanie only Melanie Dark ripe. I only I like put it. on, I put on new pajamas after the shower because I've showered. Okay, so every day is a new pair of pajamas. You're like Einstein. I have a lot of pajamas. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Is it pajamas or is it pajama pants and like an undershirt? Well, it's pajama pants and like a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm constantly doing laundry so that I always have a fresh set. See? So that's what she's working But with. if I All go right. to bed, so when I go to bed though that night, I get into last night's pajamas. Oh. Which, no. which by the way, drove my ex crazy. Well, like, I didn't know, but he's very OCD. And so um, a lot of times I'd go stay there and I'd be there like three days. I wear the same pajamas the whole time. Three, four days, whatever. And at one point he finally said, you going to come out of those pajamas? And, <laughs> oh. and I was like, wait a minute. Well, You've never said anything about this. Right. But he showers twice a day with a fresh towel each time. Well, so a one man, oh, each time. Oh, that's funny. One man's, you know, pet peeve is another man's fantasy. Yeah, you know, so. that's right. Right? He, like, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe tomorrow I'll get club. into the same pajamas. Oh. And I will post it on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Max is quaking I'll in do his my socks. tongue trick into the perfect video. Segue. It is a perfect segue. <laughs> I have to admit, he gave me a little bit of a of a of a. We well, if I I guess we could maybe do a little video. You were on. We're gonna digress. Yes. Uh, David Letterman's stupid. She was on late night, right? Late night, the first one. No, no, no. It was right after he'd gone over to the Sullivan Theater. So late show. Is this ten years ago? No. What twenty? It was um twenty two years ago. (laughs) Now you have a special talent, which. I'm, sh- I'm assuming most guys would be into. Tell yeah, everybody. I get a lot of uh, wedding uh, marriage requests. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and after the show, I got um, weird guys calling my house for over a year. Oh, they, they found wow. your number? Yeah, I was listed. Wow. Ooh. I she was doing stupid human tricks with her tongue. Right. I, I she was no, on stage with Letterman forever. I was so I was so naive. I really didn't think that that would now, be anything. That now, I would do you like. can go to YouTube and, and see this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's Melanie, Melanie Dark. Dark. Tongue tricks, I tongue, think. Tongue yeah. tricks. Did Dave David come at you? Well, he, I mean, did you see the video? Of course. Yeah, he, he, he got a lot of screen he, time. He, like, held on to me. He and, was like, he kissed me at the end. You yes, hear he him did. kiss me, yeah. but you can't see it. It's off screen. And, of course, you love funny guys and funny oh, girls. Oh, and he so smelled amazing. Did he so say he something to you? On. Oh, I was Did he bring you him. close and whisper something in your ear before you left? No, I wish. When I found out that he was, like, kind of banging his way around things, I was like, what? I was so mad. Like, I fully would have made that mistake. 100%. Let's give everybody a visual. Tell us visually what you can do. I can do a perpetual, like, undulating wave with my tongue. Can you do it now? How did you discover that? Show us. Well, okay. You can't, you're kind of blocked, but I'll go. I can see. Okay. Okay. I can see. Oh, my God. That is fantastic. I've never seen it live. Oh, my God. She worked a profile and the eyebrows. How did you discover that? That is, wow. Yeah. That's how, (laughs) but but that's how you go to Borneo. (laughs) In a, I, this is a perfect time for the breeze to come into the window because I, I needed it. One Craigslist ad in a week, you're off. I know, you right? You could charge a lot for that. I um, 
Yeah. How it was good. And that? you know the best can, part is can, when can, I was on Letterman, you know, um, the the band broke into music afterwards. Yeah. And he it was Paul Schaefer. He broke into um, I want your love. I need ah, your love. love. Oh, it was so great. I was like, awesome. oh, it wasn't lost on me. That's great. Can, are, will you ever a belly dancer where you can do that with your stomach and like, do, do the stomach muscles? <laughs> no. In ah. fact, I can do about eight different tongue tricks. Really? Um, yeah, they oh, only what? wanted me to do the one. I did almost all of them on Oprah. I was also on Oprah. Wow. You were on Oprah? Uh, yeah. But at what age do you discover you've got this amazing tongue Tiny. muscle? Tiny, just because you, if you can do it in the same way if you can, it, it just if you can uh, fold it like a taco like a lot of people can. Right. Yeah. Um, you, just, you just will because it... You wow. can. So I was an only child for a long time, and um, I <laughs> self-entertained. Yeah, yeah, and we had these mirrors in the in the wow. um, staircase, and I would look in the mirror, and I would just try to do all these different things. So I could do a bathtub with it. I can make it into a smiley face. I can turn it all the way around and touch the back of my throat. Wow. I can do all kinds of wild things wow. with it. Wow. Well, as a man, the possibilities <laughs> are endless. Forget the pajama fantasy. Undies There's under the pajamas? There's now a brand new undies? fantasy. Do you wear undies under if the pajamas? If you did that always, in always. dirty okay. pajamas, Max... You, you, Max would divorce his wife and marry you. I'm going to go visit her hamper anyway. Anybody listening, My wife won't care. you have to go to YouTube, type in Melanie Dark, and it's M-E-L-A-N-E-E-D-A-R-K. Correct. Go see her do her tongue trick on David Lannerman, and don't call her, because I think probably her number is not listed. No longer listed. Okay, but it's pretty amazing, and the, and the fantasy speaks for itself. Now, I want to go back. and that Number one, that was amazing, and I'm going to be thinking about that for a long All time. All right, fantastic. So... I want to go back to social media in a, in a social context, not regarding posting, but regarding what people are doing in the context of a concert, which also goes into what happened to you last night, Max. Mm -hmm. Right. I love music. I'm a musician. I'm in a band. Max loves music. And we go he to concerts. He has brandable qualities, right? With that? Mm -hmm. Muscle shirts, world travel. Great hair. Drumming. And great hair. Oh, well, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You go to concerts, and people don't watch concerts anymore. No. They watch them through their phone because they want to post it. Mm -hmm. So now you're watching the concert through someone's phone. Mm -hmm. And it's not one person doing it. It's a hundred right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And number one, in your opinion, your professional opinion, what's up with that? Number two, everyone that's doing it, stop it! <laughs> number three, it is such a pain in the ass, especially when you pay for really good seats and you've got everybody holding up their phone and watching it. Right. What's going on? Well, okay, so there's some artists that have a very strict rule about it, and if there's a really strict rule about no recording, um, then you see less of it in the audience because um, you can get kicked out. So nobody wants to get kicked out, and um, some artists have their bouncers and their security be very serious about that. So Prince was that way. You know, there's like different artists where it's like, no, no, you cannot... Mm -hmm. You cannot record this. But would they who's the Broadway diva that kicks someone out of a show for filming it with their phone? I don't remember. But uh. they'd have to they'd have to kick out half of the audience. She well, no. What I'm saying is, when the rule is very overt and expressed, you see less of it because really? people don't want to get kicked out. Okay, so the now, art, it's really on the artist to have a sign that's saying, "Do not do this." Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, and it's usually Every on the tickets, and this. it's usually. Um, in the case of like smaller bands, a lot of them encourage it because really? sure they want the exposure. Free advertisement. Yeah. It's free. I filmed The Girl on the Glory and it got a lot of hits Absolutely. on my Insta. Really? Yeah. I guess and I it, would have known that if I went to your Facebook. Yeah, but page. You, you don't give a shit. And people <laughs> and, and people do it because they want to share it's like they want to share the experience, right? It's like this is like here, look at this with me. And this so, means a lot to me. I'm here tonight. I wish you were here. Check out where I'm at. Totally. Wow. And like, also, here's what's really, I find, so I can tell you from a personal point of view, 
if I'm really having like kind of an amazing experience, um, I really like sharing it feels like, how cool is this? Like I'm kind of celebrating it at a larger level rather than just thinking it to myself, which is fine too. But sometimes it feels like you're just like, check it out. It's like a sunset. If you've got someone with you, you don't just look out the window and think it to yourself. A lot of times you go, look at that. Look at that. That's true. And that's really what people are doing if they're having kind of a, especially for like larger than life moments, something that's really special. Does she post a lot of Santa Monica sunsets? Really? I mean, and I come from, here's the other thing. I think I had this, uh, not an argument, actually. I had this conversation with a coworker who had a negative idea about social. And I said, what's the whole, you know, tell me what the thing is for you. And she said, I just, you know, great. I want to go online and watch everybody brag about their lives that aren't even for real. And I said, wow, that's like, keep in mind, that's dragged through your filter. (laughs) Um, I said, because, you know, I post a lot of things that are really, like, beautiful, like the beach or whatever. And it's just because I'm so over, I'm blown away with gratitude that I get to live here right now. I didn't always. Right. I lived in an alley behind a laundromat. Wow. I lived in, you know, the Circle K Culver City Motel for 10 weeks next to Fall Down Drunks. Like, wow. I've definitely lived in terrible situations where I couldn't go out at night because we were on Crenshaw. Now like, it's all about gratitude. Right. And so when I find myself, you know, getting to live there and getting lucky enough to luck into a place I could afford because right. it just happened to be this weird, cheap little thing. I, every single time I walk out the door, no matter where I'm going, I walk toward the ocean first and then where I'm going. So you think that when people are at a concert and they're filming it, they're grateful and There's, they want to share it with yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's like so cool. I'm well, so happy. Well, here's my request. That's great. If <laughs> anybody wants to share it, can you do it behind me? <laughs> that would be really great. That's all I request. I'm grateful that you're there. I'm yes. grateful I'm seeing whatever show. Just film it behind me. I will tell you, I am not a fan of people with their arms straight all the That's way up. That's what they do. I do think it's really mindless. And I, anytime that I've, I'm going to, I mean, I'll admit it. I've broken the rules. So I was just at the Book of Mormon. They don't want you to do any recording. I did none, except at the very end where Mm -hmm. I knew it was the last scene. And I thought, I just am going to take a little clip of this, but I held it against my chest so that nobody else would have anything impeded. Right. And I did like eight seconds. Right. So I didn't go all ad nauseum and give away the show or anything. And then I posted up to Instagram just saying like, this was awesome. That's great. This was great. So I'm certainly somebody who will break the rule. But, but not try to do someone it else's right point. with the mindfulness yes. of the spirit of the rule. Well, I wish everybody was as considerate as you. Yeah, you're yeah. sincere, but boy, there there are the people that your coworker totally. was right. talking about. Yeah, yeah. that will smear their happiness in your face, <laughs> right. and you want to decapitate. Well, uh, let's get to this now. I know <laughs> last night you went to an awesome show. I and, did, and let's get up, let's give it up to all the old rockers out there, all the old bands, yeah. 30, 40 years old. All the people that are in their 70s, yeah, man. they can still do it. Yeah. And I saw King Crimson last week. Robert Fripp is 75 oh, yeah? years old. Fucking rocks. That's Just great. great. Max, tell us who you saw last night and how great I and frustrating hype. it was. I love the hype buildup. Yes. I saw Roger Waters, the how? Us and Them show. And, and I've seen Waters plenty of times. Nothing compares to this. This was the best nothing one you've seen. I've, by far, nothing compares to this. This was an absolute... Uh, disembodied otherworldly experience I I left myself and was so blown away by its power every goddamn song had a whole visual story and he keeps changing the visuals on these things sure he'll go back to the old classic Gerald Scarf animations you know for a lot of the wall stuff and stuff like that this is a guy who's very controversial he's pissing people off uh, because he's got this thing with the Palestine Israeli conflict 
It doesn't matter. The point is, if he is on Palestine's side on this thing and feels that Israel's being a dick, fine. A lot of people don't agree with that. The point is, this guy wants to get above that, and he wants them both to stop fighting. And the whole point of the show was, it really is us and them. It really is the misfits, the liberals, the artists, the, the freaks against the Trump organization. I mean, that's like the subtext of the, the show. Mainstream. Right. Yeah. And then there is this visual theme going through. Uh, it's theater of the mind. So just imagine my two hands coming together. <laughs> And and hold and every time the hands come together, a new visual thing happens. Oh, with how the hands. cool! And I gotta tell you, man, he, he's I the was, king at that. I, I was so transported, but you have to understand, I had to put myself in a very exhaustive, premeditative state of patience before the show began because I knew trouble right away. I knew when the guy, the bald guy, plopping down next to me, all fired up and telling me we're in for something special tonight. <laughs> I knew. I said, have you ever seen Waters before? Have you heard the new album? None of it. He's just there with his fucking iPad, right. which he held up high because he was a oh, short little bald right fucker. Right in front of you. And right in front of, oh. obstructed our, I had to switch seats with Nicole because it was obstructing her view. Could you even short, say, dude, put your iPad down. Before I was able to, a guy behind me said, put your fucking iPad down, <laughs> which was great. Uh, and did he? He lowered it a little bit, but yeah, he finally got his arms got tired because yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> right. And 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 I'm I'm actually watching like his filming technique. The iPad's going horizontal, vertical, horizontal, vertical. It's a mess. He's zooming in too fast. And it's just like because now you're watching the show through his 500 iPad. Five hundred other fart machines have already posted the entire fucking concert on YouTube through their phones. What is he bringing to the table visually? Nothing. Right. So I, I, I made a very sardonic list when I got home last night of things uh, not to do at a concert. Uh, right. And I, I, I don't want to read my own shit. But it was great, but it was you know a subtext where it was also frustrating. Actually, would, you, would you mind oh, reading Oh, I'd, I'd happily oh, read it. Here we go. This because is my list. So what right. I love about it is that um, some of it is very particular and very specific, and then some of it is so broad that I was like, what? <laughs> All right, um, so okay, read, so read here's the a top. list. There's an introductory oh, line. Pardon oh. me, I just oh. bobbled. I just made a big mistake. All right. Concert goers, do me a favor. Don't talk. Don't scream. Don't tell others to sit down. Don't tell others to stand up. Don't eat quarter pounders while in your seat. <laughs> Don't spill liquids down our backs. Shut up. <laughs> don't f film the show with your camera, phones, or iPads. Be respectful and don't brazenly enter restrooms undesignated to your gender to unleash your fluids and or meats. That is such Mac speak, by the yes. way. Meets. And then in, in parentheses, this has nothing to do with transgender folks, so don't freak the fuck out on me and accuse me of discrimination. Next point. Girls, don't hang on to your man. Dudes, don't sway with your girls. Swaying. Swaying is now off, off the list. Don't slip your hands into your partner's rear pockets as though that is at all <laughs> in the way of your experience. Um, here, and then it goes on to don't even hug. Don't hug. Which I told him I'm going to break that rule right in front of him at the next concert. Do you want people in body condoms, basically? Yeah, right? Like, lower your arms. Don't sing along. <laughs> I mean, I can, actually, I can get on board with that depending on the nature right. of the singing. Um, don't scream out the name of the artist. Don't scream out the name of the song. Don't relay factoids during the song about the artist or the song. Don't yell out requests. Don't vomit. It's uh, pretty good one. I'm on board. Reading. Yeah, I'm it's on pretty board basic. Yeah. Uh, don't become petulant or indifferent or pouty when the artist chooses to perform new material. 
Do not grab merch that isn't yours or that you have not purchased yourself, especially from the hands of others who have fairly purchased said items legally and before you got so fucked up. Don't flick popcorn around. Don't vape. <laughs> Unless it's really good shit and gets me high. Don't smoke out. Unless it's really good shit that gets me high by contact. <laughs> Don't yell. Scream. Fart. Dance. Cry. Okay. It's okay if you cry. I cry often at shows. It's okay if you cry. Don't loiter. Don't do loiter. Don't loiter. Don't malinger. Don't argue with the ushers. Obey the up and down lanes of row section traffic like you would freeway traffic directionally. Don't rudely dig your fingers into my lower back under fluorescent lights as we are slowly, exhaustively exiting the venue. Don't sell t-shirts afterwards that are not officially licensed t-shirts. Don't exist. <laughs> wow, her reading was that, that so was much great. funnier than the material. Wow. I thought it was a reasonable list. Like I'm standing that is, but that, that's a lot of rules, dude. Afterward, I'm standing outside the, the ladies' room waiting for Nicole, right. and this drunk chick comes up to me. I, we bought the Waters program. Beautiful program. She goes, what's that? And grabs it out of my hand. Oh, fuck. With her two, and I said, excuse you, and I snatched it back out, and I looked at these three drunk chicks, and some tall, gawky popcorn guy he's chomping popcorn the four of them right in front of me i said all of you need to back the fuck away from me especially you popcorn fuck that's exactly what i said and they were all like fine fuck you and but i, I seriously like like she snatched my, oh my merch. god i mean the whole vibe of this wonderful show is exactly, completely sir. now on the toilet exactly Oh Unless, my God. like me, you kind of enjoy the angst of Max Cook. Right, yeah. But you, well, the thing and is, would, always, even though he's, he's experiencing it, he knows it's going to be an awesome post the next day. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, my whole life is material now. I know, Thanks I know. to these... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. These and channels. If you, and if you have this brilliant, awesome woman, you know, digging right. your stuff, like I dig her stuff, it, it makes you want to create stuff. I understand. It makes you, you know, be on the lookout. Because now she's upping your game because you know you're writing she something. She has upped my game. Thinking, really? Melanie's going to see this. Yeah. Of course. Really? You would think I do. so. I do think that of you're going to see. You know, know that you've totally upped his game. He knows you're going to see. That's good. It. Of course. Yeah. I didn't know that. See how great Especially are you doing? with your uh, indispensable help today? I'm, I'm going to try even harder now. Oh, right. the to little own bit up of on the on the shit. Oh, well, I, that's right. actually only for your sake. It's like good emotional management for your own sake, right? Wow. Emotional yeah. management. Wow. Yeah. Look, Look at, at all you. the terms. Oh, you're you're going to be emotionally she's managed. Like a, she's like a <laughs> funky think... Santa Monica liberal Yoda. She he could never be emotionally managed. By the way, I've known him for too long. I want to do something I've never done on this show before. There's only been 12 shows. I know. Or 11. All right. There's 11 shows. Um, we love old bands, and you went to go see yours. I went to go see mine. Yeah. I got tickets for another one. And Max, on this show, I'm going to ask you on a, on a date. Oh, God. Would you? History. There's a. We love bands from the 80s. Great. There's one that I love. What's not to love? Called The Fix. I right. love The Fix. You know, one that, thing leads yep. to another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Max, I got tickets for The Fix. At a concert in the valley, would you be my date? Where, where, what's the venue? It's called the Canyon Club. Okay, is that the one in Agura with yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? Are there seats? Yeah, there are seats. Yeah. Oh. And oh. and it's on me. Would you come to the fix with me? When is this? It's I really don't care about the fix, and I've seen them live. When's the show? September third. Mm. You're, you're turning date, me down. You can turn me down. I will say I how I am alone. about concerts is there's such effort 
that I have to be like over the moon for the artist. I gotta be over the moon I'll, for I'll the I'll tell fix. you what you can do. You can take the list that Melody just read yeah. and print it out yeah. and we can sit there with the list and you can show everybody. <laughs> I'll just wear that. it on a t-shirt. There you go. You can make you know a t-shirt what? of the list. You know what? I will tell you what just sold me. You said two things. On me. No, I'm not a cheap guy. No, but you did say that. And then you said that there are seats. Because you invited me to Kristen Hirsch. I did. Who you turned me on to, yes. really. And I am so in love with her. And you, you give me her stuff, and then I buy her stuff and everything else. And then you invited me to some club in Silver Lake. Yeah. And then you told me that there were no seats. Right. I can't stand. When I, I told you, I, we talked about it on the show. When I saw X at the Hollywood... Um, at the Roxy. At the Roxy. Mm-hmm. It was a it was it was a special night, so I my friend got very special tickets. So it was um, Watch X do their uh, mic check. Mike Watt opens, <laughs> X performs. It was four solid hours standing on concrete wow. with a bunch of wannabe punk rockers. And uh, and I need to be around the real punks that can actually handle it, but like it, it, the 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 heat, the stink, was the there bodies. A no one no. was moshing. No, I'm so no disappointing. Uh, but you're too old to stand. And I, 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 I get just, that. It just hurts my calves. I get, I'm, I'm the same. I but don't if like you're telling me we have seats, we do. Well, I'm going to go with you. You're coming with me. I'm coming. Aww. You're not into. I'm coming with you. And you're not into the fix. Uh, what, what's the other one they do? They do um, red skies at night. Oh, red oh. skies at night. Oh 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 oh. I have to see that live. No, I'm gonna kill myself. All you're right. buying all of my beverages. <laughs> you're buying my dinner, and okay. you're picking me up, and oh. you're dropping me off. I think this is gonna be a really special. Really, night. I gotta pick you up. <laughs> I'm not driving out to a girl. I'm gonna get wasted. <sighs> all right. Wow. You know what? I don't want to go with you. <laughs> Melanie, what are you doing September 10th? Oh, I think uh, I'm free. <laughs> She's fun. I know. She's awesome. I wish she was more of a drinker, though. She's really not. Yeah, I, used, okay. I used to be able to drink, but I, I was... gave her literally three inches of yeah. white wine, and there's still some left over. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, because I'm covered in sweat. I, oh, yeah. are you really? Okay. Yeah, it makes me hot. Yeah. Yeah. You're, well, you're I, already hot. Or it's you. You're very hot. And, you know, well, she was nice to point to you, too. Well, I think it's him. It's him. Well, I'm hot because of the tongue. She Come likes on. your muscle shirt. Well, I thought I'd be very hot up here. She <laughs> likes my wine gut. She thinks it's hot. No, no, <laughs> she I, likes my pasty you, white hair. Think of her and, and her, my ankle socks. Well, you just like her dirty pajamas. Come on. I do. I know I, you do. I, I do. I could have worn them. Melly, I, I don't mind self-promotion and promoting yourself. If anybody wanted social media consultation, where can they find you? What's your company name? I don't. I'm just me. Um, and I am... I work full time for an organization, so I'm not really. Oh, I thought you were a freelancer. I'm not. No. Oh, mm-hmm. my mistake. No, no. I mean, she's I do. That, she's that, that I good. do. That's why she turned down NASA on her own show. Oh. Dude. I have. I have done uh, freelance work and for different organizations, but okay. when you're doing a full time gig, it's uh, okay. really he- a lot of heavy lifting. Okay. All right. So I don't. Really but as do. a personality, Melanie Dark. Melanie Dark. Go find her. Go That's find right. the videos. Go see her tongue. Go read her uh, <laughs> Facebook post. Yeah. She's awesome. She's Yo funny. Yo, Big Mel. Her Twitter accounts are incredible. Yo, Big Mel. I'm seriously yes. begging you. Fuck stand up. I'm so glad you got out of that racket. <laughs> but I'm seriously begging you to talk behind a microphone because you do it so well. Oh, you do. Thanks. You got to have your own podcast. I did just get for Christmas. I got my very first microphone. There you go. Yeah. Although I'm going to be doing that to it. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, just do it. Just do it. All right. You have a lot to say. I do. I'm going to say that this was great. She and can talk about awesome. anything. Well, she can talk about anything. But anyway. lemon meringue pie. This. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I love it. What? What are Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, my grandmother used to make it from scratch. Wow. That's my, like, that's my history what of lemon meringue. 
Lavana Young. She was actually my step grandmother, but she, you know, she made everything from scratch, including um, killing the chickens. So really, wow. I mean, she killed her Did own she chickens. Did she do the spin? Yeah, wow. absolutely. Wow. She'd, yeah, wow. Might, she'd kill them and strip Did them down. Did that kind of ruin it to now go out to crappy restaurants or most restaurants and just go, "What well, my grandma could do this so much better." Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it does kind of ruin anything that's homemade when you've got somebody who's rendering R- her own lard. Right. Like. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. that's a whole that's a farm life. Is there hope for Lorenzo, or do you think he's just? Gonna... I think there is. I think though that I I love that you're open to it. I am open, and I think that you um, I think you seem a little bit more like maybe relaxed to the idea. I you think that me. you would like some support, and I think, and I would like to make a prediction. Yeah. Before we leave this fantastic conversation, <laughs> um, if you add him as an admin, um. First of all, you're going to get all your friends to follow. That's just a natural. Like, we all support each other online. That's how that works. Um, you would, even if he didn't want to, against his own better judgment, he would engage the commentary there. Because as an admin... I want him to. Right. You're going to get notifications when people mention right. anything or talk about anything. I want him anything. to post whatever he wants anytime he wants. Right. Of exactly. course. Free reign. Right. I am coming over to the dark side. You are. I am. I'm going to make a declaration <laughs> here. Everyone listening, in the future, pretty soon... We're going to unveil the Magazine Podcast Facebook page. He's still attached to the name. (laughs) It is what it is. If you don't like it, fuck you. You can always launch another one. Well, I guess we could do an AKA or something. I like the name. There's a reason for the name, but that was already said. Can't you give it a subtitle? We could. Some some have that. We right? could. We could do subtitles. Yeah, just well, a little. I don't mind things evolving. That's all really right? cool. Yes. Course correction. We're all growing. That's right. We're just That's growing. Right. Quick question. Do you have yes. a smartphone? Do I do. Do you use those? Yeah, oh, sure. Good. Right. You're going to go hand in hand. It took him forever. It did. Of course. And That's why I asked. I, I literally got he it. He had a flip phone up until two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two months ago. Six, six months ago. It's why I asked. It's actually I know. really common One with of people who don't throwaway phones. Yeah. But you get a 7 Eleven? Yeah. It lasted for 20 years. Of course. It was the best phone ever. He would get texts and he'd flip up and be like yeah. early it was, digital it, it was awful yeah was awful. that's why I asked I, I had to I had okay to. good because yeah. I wanted to make sure that you had a phone where you would see your notifications and be able to access yes, your page yes I do okay yeah, great yeah, yeah. I, I, I have one foot in the 21st century well if you boys need you know a little help or advice I well, mean you. you are inner circle so well, just let me you. know I appreciate that a lot <laughs> Melanie Dark Melanie, how great is she I want to know I mean, I'm sure you have a lot of them, but for this episode, final thoughts. Give us, give the audience something to remember you by. Anything that comes to your head, what, what, can, we, what can you leave us with? You know what? I would just say that um, it's, it, it doesn't make sense to put yourself behind the eight ball and not be on social. It's just a part of life now. And um, not, not participating in it from a perspective of having something that you want to share with the world. It's, you know, you're just setting yourself up for a kind of failure you don't need. So Who needs go failure? for it. Nobody needs Speaking nobody. of failure, Max. What? <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Grim On that note. <laughs> I go. Max, final thoughts. No, I thank you so much, Melanie, for coming. I, I knew you were going to be just a smash hit. I love listening to you, and uh, I'm so fond of you, and I think you're so cool. Cheers. And, uh, hey, cheers. Here's well, to Melanie. I can't toast an empty glass. It's, right. it's my thing, cheers. so you gotta you okay. got to fill it. All right, we're going to refill Max's but, uh, glass. But I, I think you're great, and um, I actually love that you wear uh, undies underneath <laughs> the pajama bottoms. That makes me very happy. I have a weird thing where I don't Salute. like skin to touch skin. <laughs> Salute. 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 Melanie, you were awesome. Thank, Thank you for coming, you. Max. Thank so you for bringing fun. her in. Maybe we should do a part two. Hey. We can, hey. get, we can get to your grandmother. We could do a follow-up after you launch. We can see how it's going. You can give we'll us We'll just invite her to be the third uh, host of It's the show. very, very possible. I could come we'll and do the Facebook Live. I could, I could administer the Facebook Live broadcast. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. And wow. I'd be happy to do it. That's great. All right. This was great. Salute. Thanks, Salute. guys. Woo. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time.